drops tomorrow. Are you excited? Absolutely. Yeah, it's it feels like uh it's been months since we've talked about this season getting underway, but it's finally here. You know, just right before Christmas time. It's kinda of weird to start your first season before Christmas, but I understand it. We needed to take our time, get the sign ups, get the teams. We're here. So Westy was pretty fired up a few days ago, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think I've ever felt that way before. I don't, I don't know what, that was kind of like something I, I, I haven't like done in a long time. Usually I'm a pretty calm, cool, collective type of person, but, um, and I will admit maybe I could have been a little more hostile You know, maybe handle it a little better. But do I regret anything I said? No, not really. Because I, all the points I made were right. And a lot of people told me, it's like, yeah, that was that was not smart. Now, I've made my opinion. I'm not going to get on with it again. But, Sian, you weren't here when I uh, went off. You can have about four minutes to say your opinion. Uh, I can tell you I probably and it's um i want to preface anything i say here i am friends with squirt i am friends with bruin i have no and and miller as well if you want to talk about other aspects of that deal i am in no way hating on either of them as a player or anything especially now like bruin as the player as the main one of the main pieces in this i'm not hating the player whatsoever because i absolutely fucking love him i had him last season on my team and I would draft him again in a heartbeat. That being said, Stinky Doodles got the absolute worst end of this deal. Booty Bandits stuck to their name, and they made out of this trade like fucking bandits. They go from having this team that we talked about on the podcast before that of not being too great, maybe just being a little, you know, not... The draft didn't really go their way. Whatever actually happened. But then come with, you come in and make this trade. Booty Bandits put themselves in a great spot going forward this season. I think Friendship also got a very underrated, you know, or under-talked about return in that they gave up a first and a ninth, I believe you said, and got back a first and a fourth pick or a fourth round pick. I mean, to me right there, that's that's a win for that's a huge win for them. But it's even bigger win for Booty and the Sinky Doodles just they came out of this and it, I don't think it's just without games being played, that is not the move you make. In my genuine opinion, and I'm I'm not trying to to talk shit on any of these players because they're all great players. And I wish nothing but the best for them. And I hope Stinky Doodles are able to put this season together and, you know, basically say, screw you to everyone who said there's a bad trade. I, I would love to be eating my words at the end of this season. I don't think it's going to happen. And I just think it's a mistake. I don't, I don't, I don't understand it personally. I, I, that's that's really all I got to say. So I, I will I don't want to keep dragging this on. Yeah, but. I just want to reiterate. 
if it was just Frosty, Devin, and Mr. Bruin, because apparently I can't say his name, right? But I feel like I'd be saying Bruin all the time. If it was just those three players swap, it wouldn't have been a problem. You swiped first rounders, I think it cancels out. Apparently they're all three worthy of being first round picks. That cancels out. That wouldn't be a problem. The problem is, is you gave away a top three defenseman with probably a top five center in this league. And you got back Tots and Mr. Bruin. Now, I'm not saying Mr. Bruin is not a bad player. And I'm not saying he's a bad player. But I read this comment here from NZ Freege, by the way. Great job. The guy's awesome. I love his stuff. And the Stinky Doodles quote, chemistry and defense. Quote, defense, unquote. You had one of the best players in the draft, if not the best player in the draft, that plays, quote, defense, unquote. So I'm just not understanding that tweet. I'm <laughs> just not understanding what he's trying to tell us. So does a line of Mr. Bruin, Rack, and Dan feel more threatening than a line of Devin, Rack, and Dan? Mind you, Odd Guy would be on the blue line. I... I... It doesn't. It it just doesn't. I think the 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 original line that they could have put out, um, I think was actually not bad whatsoever. I mean, I I don't know exactly who's playing wing, who's playing what, but just looking at this roster, you now have uh, the man counted four primary left defensemen. I was just going to make a joke. Like, and if this was a real NHL roster, you would have GMs calling you for one of your right shot D because they're a, they're a commodity in the real NHL, and you have a lot of them. <laughs> but, and, and you've got you've got bootleggers as your right, as your top primary position right D. I think other people are going to, you know, some, some, Positions are going to be changed or whatever, but your top primary right D was drafted in the ninth round. That is, that's just not going to typically cut it. it. When you when you look at the way the the league has been played, especially considering now I don't know how Ripley plays on that line. I know Bruin and Rack will play well together. I'm sure they will. But then you have Hoots, who's part time. Same thing with Penn's fan. I just don't think it's enough. And now you've de downgraded your defense. I just think you take a loss overall on this entire trade on every aspect. Except for potentially chemistry. And if chemistry, if the chemistry that they have, that they supposedly have, is true and does work out the way they think it's going to, then that could be huge. It absolutely could. But I just don't agree. I do not agree with trading a back to back Norris winner at all. And here's the thing, with their decor now, 
you take away Odd Guy, and now it's Tots and, and Bootleggers or whatever. If Shieldsy's coming down the wing, are any of those guys stopping him? If Levinka's coming down the wing, is any of those guys stopping him? If Keenis is coming down the wing, is any of those guys stopping him? You could go you could go on and on and Bruin is a very, very solid two way center. Um But I'm just talking like I know. if it's a one on one battle down the boards there. Bootlegger, I'm I mean, I mean odd guy. Odd guy is pretty good at shutting those uh those straight line things down. I, I would much rather have as a goalie, I would much rather have odd guy there than pretty much anyone on their roster that is on their current roster. And I've played with every single person on this team outside of Ripley and Pensman I have played with. And I'm not saying that they're necessarily bad. I just, I think you downgraded from what a draft, from a draft that you actually had that was actually pretty solid. And as long as Devin Desmond was going to play and give you full avail and everything was going to be good, there's no reason to necessarily move on other than the fact that Bruin is a very good body of yours, and I understand that. But I just don't, I don't. But eat. sometimes, but sometimes I mean, talent uh, trumps friendship. It, it sometimes does. Sometimes buddies and a buddy's team with chemistry doesn't get the job done compared to top elite players. Yeah. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, I think yeah. just and, and, just, and just one more, and just like a couple more minutes and we're going to move on because we got some other stuff to talk about. The reason why I was so fired up is because me, you, and John once we're talking about how we want this league to be equal. We want this league for other people to have talent. We want this league to have some parity. That like, hey man, on any given night, any team can win. But then this league just went back to its old habits where one team just absolutely treat the manager because he wasn't using his head. And it just, it just, oh, it kind of just it shits on everything that we tried to discuss about the, on the pod about how this league could be very good. And like we have a chance to bring in new people in here, but now when they see something like this, and it's like a team just trade some guy for top guys, and they're gonna go and now be like a powerhouse team. Well, why? Why? That doesn't like appeal me to come here. Yeah, part part of what made last season such a a, a drag for the last full season um, for everybody was that the booty bandits that ever like you knew if you went against the booty bandits during the regular season. Um, you were pretty much fighting to just get an overtime point. We're not necessarily going to win that game. And there were, obviously, they didn't go undefeated. There were times that people played them and did beat them, but was such a tough team to play. And while they don't have the same roster that they did last season, and they're not necessarily uh, as good on paper as they were, by turning around and handing them someone they're very familiar with in Devin and a right defenseman, that is, you know, other some people have different opinions on them, but at bare minimum, probably top five in the league, bare minimum. That is not something you want to turn around and hand over to, you know, Heroic Duck and their roster and LeBron to, to, to work with. I just, it, it's, I mean, I'm hoping that it's it still looks more balanced than last season. And I'm hoping it plays out that way, but it's just, it's very concerning. And I absolutely agree with what you're saying there. 
yeah, it just, it just blew my mind. And like I said, could have I handled it better? Yeah, but I don't regret anything I said. I really don't. Anyway, enough about that, because we got some some games coming up. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, first of all, your opinion on the new way they're scheduling this, where you're playing two different teams in one night. Um, I will say this. This could go smooth if there isn't disconnection problems, but this is EA. They're going to happen, and it's going to delay the night. And it's going to delay another team waiting for this game to finish. And I think you're just going to see, see a mess. Um, I think for me, there's, you know, this, you have this scheduling obviously in, in LG and other, uh, you know, other leagues. And it's not that it's like, it's not perfect, obviously in the sense that, like you said, there are plenty of times where there will be lag outs or there will be any sort of you know, problems. But what is, I think frustrating is that there is not built in time for a, uh, for a lag out. So if, you know, night one, uh, saboteurs play the dumb stars, if they play their game, it ends in 30 minutes. But let's say Acorns, they had a lag out, but that's their game too. Well, now you're ready to go into game two. They're ready to go at 1030. They might have to sit here and wait. And from somebody who has had to, you know, deal with that in other leagues and last, I mean, I, I just, I don't know if you've been in any other leagues other than LG that have had that. It's it gets frustrating when you're sitting there ready to play and waiting. So with the game, I guess being directly at ten thirty, it does kind of suck that there's no definitive, like planned wiggle room. But at the same time, I'm actually all for playing the other team, so we're not having to play the same team back to back, and you can actually kind of get a better feel. You know who whose line plays who well, whether. It just you're not playing the same line twice. That's that's interesting to me. That's something I'm I, looking I, to. I can agree with that. That you're not like you get pumped by the team and then you have to go back in there and play them again in game two. I I, I get that part. I'm just looking at like the whole time wise and, and EA being a terrible server game and just that kind of stuff. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, we'll see how it plays out. I think it'll be fine. I think. Um, you just pretty much as long as as long as the captains and the teams can get their teams to play uh and start on time, they'll we'll be fine. Um if there are some lag outs, you know, stuff can happen, but it shouldn't be too crazy bad. We just I'm hoping that enough people can start on time and we're not having to wait because I I believe we already have a seven minute grace period um before it's uh even a penalty to get into the first game. So if you're now already seven minutes late, it's going to make your other team that you have to play a little frustrated. So hopefully that doesn't happen too much. Yeah. All right. Well, getting on to the games, the first slate of games at 10 o'clock Eastern tomorrow, we have the saboteurs versus the dump stars. We have the squirtle squad versus the mullet patrol. Team Friendship versus the Acorns. The Beauty Bandits take on Rock'em Sock'em Hockey and the NY Trashers versus the Stinky Doodles. Now, me and CN Redust, and we, we're going to have the game of the time slot. Um, for me, 
it's the trashers and the doodles for the fact that if the stinky doodles roll out this this line that think that, that, that that's going to be better chemistry-wise and defense and just stink out and just stink and lay an egg against a team that I don't think is going to be very good, I mean, what do you say? Yeah, I think this, this one will be interesting in the sense of it's, you know what, you've made this trade, you've taken the heat from everybody, go prove, as long as their lineup is that way, go prove that this lineup makes sense. So both of their games the, the, that night will be interesting, but can it get off to a good start? I I think it will, uh, just the Trashers. I, I don't think the Trashers are going to have the you know players to necessarily compete. But maybe we end up getting Perth in and, you know, just to, I, well, I guess it depends on the lines. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, like, if they go out there and they lose by four goals and they rolled out their best possible lineup, I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, how, how do you, what, what do you say to that? Like, you made this trade and you thought that you were better off and then you can't beat a team that, I mean, when if Perth's in the lineup, and, and Gagoots is in the lineup. I mean, that's a good lineup. But if the perf's not in the lineup and you lose like 6-2 to these guys, the, uh, the, I, I, it would be a little embarrassing. That being said, it is still the first game of it's, the season. It's, tr it's true. Uh, it's true. But this team, um, yeah, you're right. It's true. But I'm just saying, like, if you start the season off with a very, like, brutal-looking loss, it's... uh. You know, you got to look at yourself in the mirror. How, what the hell? <laughs> All For right, sure. now we're moving on to the 1030 slot on Thursday night. We got the Stinky Doodles versus the Dumb Stars. We have the Mullet Patrol versus the Trashers. We have the Acorns versus the Saboteurs. And we have Rock'em Sock'em Hockey versus the Squirtle Squad. And then we got Friendship versus the Beauty Bandits. I look at all these. Um, I'm going to say the Acorns versus the Saboteurs because it's two teams we don't know what we're going to get from. Yeah, the Acorns have Gronk. The Saboteurs have Turk. After that, we don't know a single person else on these teams. Yeah, this this these two teams are going to be interested in this whole season and to see them be going ahead and like squaring off night one. Um, that's, that's actually kind of, kind of interesting. I would love to be able to tune in and watch and kind of see how this plays out. Um, obviously we don't know who this whole week, we're not going to know whose lines are kind of going to be who, and you know, who can kind of generally play when yet, but this, these two teams, they are basically unknowns. Obviously I, I think people, some people know um, some people know the captains and people kind of know a few people on these teams. It's just a general, when you look at the rest of the, the league, unknown names on both sides. And hopefully they can, you know, put on a show and prove at least, you know, I think for the Acorns, I think it's, they got to prove that they shouldn't be getting all the hate that a lot of people have been throwing their way. So look to see, to see how that plays out. Yeah. Yeah, just two teams. We don't know what we're going to get, so it would be interesting to see what they do against each other. Now we're moving on to Friday, and in the 10 o'clock slot, we have the Mullet Patrol versus the Stinky Doodles. We have Dumpstars versus the Acorns. 
We have the Trashers taking on Rock'em Sock'em. We have the Saboteurs taking on the Beauty Bandits. And we round off with the Squirtle Squad taking on Team Friendship. I look at these ones, and I pick Dumpstars versus Acorns because Gronk is not a Dumpstar this season, and he'll have to go against some of his old boys. Yep, that's that's a, exactly. I think the only the only big story I guess in that that I can think of out of those schedules is exactly that Gronk. If he's gonna build, you know, if he's gonna play, is he is he gonna dodge? I mean, shoot, never know. I mean, he might. Famous Gronk is a uh, famous for jo- for dodging. Uh, so well, that that, we'll, that uh, what we'll be we'll looking for if he's if first of all, will he even be scheduled? We don't know. That's like I said, we don't know who's going to be scheduled for these games. We're just looking at it and basing on what we we might think happened. Um, maybe Gronk doesn't even get scheduled for the game, but um, you know, we want to know. We would like to see him show up and play. I mean, that's what makes this game intriguing is if Gronk plays against these guys. Uh, Gronk knows they're pretty much everything that they do. They pretty much know everything Gronk's going to do, who's going to be able to adapt to each other. I think the I think the Dumpstars still have the advantage in this, looking at it, but that story would be interesting to follow. Okay. Moving on, we in the 10.30 time slot, we have the Stinky Doodles versus the Acorns. Rock'em Sock'em versus the Mullet Patrol. Beauty Bandits take on the Dumpstars. Friendship square off against the Trashers. And rounding off, you got the Squirtle Squad and the Saboteurs. Look, it's going to be an all-Dumpstar night. They're taking on the Beauty Bandits. This was the final last season. Uh, the Bandits pretty much ran them out of the building four straight, I believe. Was it a sweep? I uh, believe it was a sweep. If not, it was five. Yes. I'm not 100% sure. All right. But this is not the same Bandits team, and it's almost kind of the same Dumpstar team. So, I don't know. I think Dumpstars are looking at getting some type of redemption, even though it's a regular season game. And the Beauty Bandits, I mean, I'm, you look at this schedule, this this is the banger of Friday night. Absolutely. I, I can't say anything more. But what you said, that's you know that right on the head. And then Saturday night, the final two games of the week. First off, in the ten o'clock slot, we got Rock'em Sock'em Hockey taking on the Stinky Doodles. We have Acorns taking on the Beauty Bandits. We have the Mullet Patrol versus Team Friendship. We got Dumb Stars playing the Squirtle Squad. And we have the Trashers taking on the Saboteurs. I look at this lineup. And just so much more, so many familiar faces that's either played with each other or played against each other. It's got to be the Mullet Patrol versus Friendship. Sof and Mikey ran a team last season, had Lazar. Lazar and Mikey go and start their own team. Sof's back with Wick. And, you know, there's just so many storylines with this game. Everybody kind of knows each other. I mean, you look at the schedule, I think it's it's the Mullets and, and the Friendship that's uh, the game of the time slot. Yeah, uh, it absolutely, you know, Soph and Soph, Mikey, they've owned together. They owned together last year or last season. Uh, they know each other very well. Same thing with Lazar. And um, I think this 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 matchup will be fun to watch. Uh, I don't have the friendship. Just kidding. I have the friendships roster in front of my face now. Uh, now you also get to see Frosty potentially as well. We haven't really talked about him too much yet. Um, potentially even Rubber Ducky, and that's another player that knows the Mall Patrol and the Mall Patrol know well. 
Miller, uh, Kill Switch. I mean, there's just so much f- familiarity between the two teams that it's kind of similar in the way we were talking about with Thumb Stars uh, versus Gronk with the Acorns on uh, Friday. Just familiarity. Who comes yeah. out on top, who adapts to each other well enough. Yeah, absolutely. And the final game of the time slot, 10.30 on Saturday night, we have the Stinky Duels versus the Beauty Bandits. Friendship versus Rock'em Sock'em Hockey. We got Squirtle Squad taking on the Acorns. Saboteurs face the Mullet Patrol. Trashers take on the Dumpstars. For me, it's the Stinky Doodles versus the Beauty Bandits because of the trade they made. Now, you preach chemistry, you preach defense, you think that this is a better system for you, you think this is going to work out better for you. Well, here's your test. Here's your test because you just sent this package. You sent Odd Guy and Devin and you might face them Saturday night. So okay. does chemistry and defense trump these two guys you uh, you shipped out? And, and from, from Booty Bandit's perspective, you, they, they are going to want to sit there and basically say, look, you shouldn't have done this. You just made a gigantic okay. mistake and they want to make this a statement game. It's a statement game either way, especially if, you know, kind of most of the pieces from that trade are able to play. It's uh, that's that's going to be a good one. I know for sure I will be watching that one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, like like I said, we're we're just going based off the matchups on the schedule. We don't know the lines. They they could put out their two both both these teams could just put out two absolute stinker lines, and we see a two three two hockey game, and it wouldn't be that exciting. But I don't know. I feel like. You might see the big guns for both teams in this game. Yeah, I think if I'm if I'm scheduling if I if I'm looking at my lines with if I was a captain for either team, I'm gonna want to schedule my top line, you know, especially like including these new players <laughs> against that team if possible, like you know, if at all possible. Um, that's that's the night you want to put out your your top line, and like you said, I mean, it's Saturday they. Uh, Booty Bandits have the acorns. We think they could be a t- potentially decent team. Stinky Doodles do have Rock'em Sock'em in the first game, so they may not put out their top line, but I'm really praying that looking at that 10-30 slot, they say that's the game I want to play. That's the one you got circled on your calendar. You know, you want to play that game. Yep, and that's how you shut people up, if you can go and beat them. You shut all the people up around the world. If, if, if what you preach to us for the last few days actually works then we're like okay all right we'll shut up you beat the beauty bandits with what you felt like was the right move for your team but if you get blown out like eight nothing seven two seven one i think you're cooked for the season i I don't necessarily i mean it is still the first week i don't necessarily think there's it's it's like but there's only five weeks in a season yeah there is only five weeks there's not a ton of time I think you've got to wrap your your first week up strong. I think any any team is going to look for that last game to to finish out strong, so you can kind of hold your head a little bit high coming out of the week. If you know if everything else goes poorly for you, at least you won that last game. Yeah. So this it's key. So with the Stinky Doodles and their week four and two, that's good. If it's yeah. three and three. It's not terrible, but you know, it's not. It's meh. 
if you're two and four or one and five, then Squirt needs to hear it more. Huh. I, I, this team, it's going to be important, especially this first week. You made this big trade. Come out strong. Don't, if, if they go, they need to go at least three and three. Be like, all right, hey, first week, we didn't do the best, but it's all right. Come out strong enough. Just just shut people up. If you don't if you're tired of hearing people, you're tired of people seeing saying the things that they're saying in Gen Chat and wherever. Just come out strong. And I and I hope they do. As as I said earlier in the show, I hope they do. I'm friends with a lot of these guys. Yeah. I want them to do well. Yeah. And like I, I have just my doubts, want, yeah, but I just want the league to be competitive. Like I, like, I just want every team to look good. I want it to be a very competitive league that you go out and every game's such a sweat because every team's competitive. I don't want to go out there. Like, obviously, you know, sometimes it's fun to play the 6 nothing, 7 nothing game, but I have more fun, you know, trying the whole game instead of just kind of coasting and watching my team score six, seven goals up there. Not going to say it's not fun to see that, but I'd like to have a league with only 10 teams be com very competitive. For, for sure. I, I and, agree. And, and, and to go back, like, this wasn't, yeah, like, when I ranted on Squirt, it wasn't a Squirt as a person. I wasn't attacking Squirt as a person because he's probably a really nice guy. I oh, was more yeah, attacking but... his management skills. Yeah, Squirt, Squirt is an amazing dude, and I, I think it, whatever he did, it was probably, you know, he probably... His heart's in the right place, and he wants to have a you know a fun season with people he knows. But, um, you know, as a first, I believe a first time manage management in the league, yeah. uh, I, I, it's not not off to an impressive start right away. I mean, I I hope they go on and do yeah. well, and I think they'll still make playoffs, and I think they'll still be a relatively competitive team. There's always going to be the what if we kept. Odd guy and Devin. Well, even just kept odd guy. What if it was just you got Mr. Gruen, but still had odd guy? Like, it, it, it's odd guy that made me just rage. Like, giving away a top three defenseman who now will sit back and Duck's now allowed to go and do whatever he wants. And he's probably going to be the top offensive D man because he's able to jump up in the play and play as a fourth forward. Because odd guy is gonna cover his ass. Yeah, I think when I and saw vice that, versa, and I, vice versa, exactly. Yeah, exactly. They're. It, it's, I mean, they played together last on season. On paper, kind of on paper, it's the best deep pairing in the league. There, nobody can match it. No. On paper. Absolutely. But uh, that's it for all the games. I I. I but I want a kind of a little fun question here because I don't know. I think it'd be pretty fun to ask it because it's kind of going to be a focal point for one team that I don't think is going to be very good. And they have a player who can only play two games a week for them. So here's the question. How many games will Perf play this week for the Trashers? Or will he ego... I, I don't think he comes out the gate egoing. Uh, I think he tests the waters a bit and uh, plays his two games. Uh, Part-time uh, change that was made this season that I haven't seen talked mm -hmm. about too much is that part-time players now 
instead of having to play just one game, they have to play two. So they have to give two games of avail. They have two games they have to play, and they have a max of two games. There's there's not much room. It's just who's across the board. Okay. This perf is it perf is going to be an interesting situation to watch. We saw how we saw this in previous seasons. We've talked about it. Talked about it on the last show with the draft recap. I think he. I I think my 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 predictions is that he ends up playing. Two, I think the trade deadline is the trade deadline after three weeks, or is that after four? I th- I can't remember. I th- it, it, I it has to be three weeks. I, I think that's, it's that's my yeah. guess. I think yeah. Then I I think he plays two. I think he plays two weeks. I think they trade him before the deadline. Um, maybe he only plays one. I I don't know. I, well, here's one, another just, team. I if the trashers go two and four or one and five, Perth's gonna look at this team and like, yeah, I'm not playing with these guys. If the tra- if the trashers don't do well this whole week, like at least probably four and two, they are perfect. Probably gonna say, "I want out." Yeah, I want trade. Yeah. Or he's just gonna flat out ego and and I yeah. hopefully doesn't have to get rule one just for yeah. uh the, just for player Ryan and Co's sake. But yeah, it's, I don't know. Well, here's my hot take. Perf ends up on the mullet patrol and plays with Shieldy two games a week. Uh that's, that's my hot yeah, take. The hot take for sure. Um, I think he, if I had to say it, not say a hot take, but where he would go, I'm I'm looking at the booty bandits. With what? I mean, trash has got to be smart and like, what what are they giving up now? What 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 do they have left to give up to get him? Well, problem is if. The the problem is is that Perf's gonna want to go to a good team. Yeah, but why does it go. have to be the Bandits? What do they have left? I don't think it has <laughs> to be the yeah. Bandits, but he's familiar with the Bandits. And when you're, as somebody who has dealt with this same exact situation where you have a player on your team who will refuse to play for you, your options are let him not play. You know, let let him say actually not play, and then you roll one him, let him throw, and then you ban him. Or, tra- or just go ahead and trade him away. I mean, I guess you could wave him, and you wave him, you get you lose him for nothing because somebody's gonna pick him up. Or you just wait till he takes the ban because either you play for me, you don't let these players get what they want, and that's another thing. You can't let these players have power in the league. Um, oh, I, I agree. I, I I think I definitely like. I, and if your my... and if your season's kind of downhill, what does it matter if you don't have perf for two games? You're yeah. not gonna get any value back from the bandits for him. Yeah. Clearly, clearly, you know the proof shows. Look what the stinky doodles has got back for their top guys. Yeah, uh, I think if they end up trading them, they don't. There's no way that they get a good, good enough return. No. Um, I think no matter who, no matter who he, they trade him to, no matter where he goes, they're not gonna get the return that you want because no. he's a part-time player. Well. Yeah, exactly. We're not saying like they need a big giant package for him, but you look at the Bandits roster after they just made that deal. Who on the roster do you even want for a guy who's going to be dominant playing with that team for two games a week? Let alone he could play two games in the playoffs too. Because yeah. you know, as soon as he ends up on that roster, he's given six of six availability, and he'll play anytime. Yeah, I 
I mean, that's it. I, I mean, I, I hope, I hope for the best for player. Ryan. I, 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 I do too. I talk do about too. it all day. Whatever happens, I hope player Ryan and co are able to either get what they want out of them in a trade or they are just at least happy with the outcome. I do. I want every team to look good. Like I know, unfortunately, unfortunately two game, two teams have to miss the playoffs. That's the sad reality. But I want every team to be competitive and their records look decent. Like, if you missed the playoffs because, A, we were two games under 500, okay. But if I don't want to see a team that's double digit games under 500. Yeah. I agree. Nobody wants to have that bottom, the bottom feeder team because it's just going to make, it's going to make their lives hell as management because nobody's going to want to show you up. Don't, you don't want to be the stat night team. I've been on those teams before. It's not fun. As a player, no. as a manager, it's you, it's not fun. Yeah. So, whatever they can do, hopefully they can continue yeah. to work and stay competitive this season. I have my doubts, but um, I'm wishing nothing but the best, of course. All right. Well, with the season of the wave, we have league awards that usually get, that, that do get handed out at the end of the year. Um, we're not going to go through every single award because, I mean, that's going to take time. I just kind of, like, wrote down, like, the main ones that I feel are, you know, the main, like, point of interests here. Uh, me and Sienna are kind of going to give our predictions on who we think could walk out with these awards. This is, you know, barring the season starting. Like, we're just talking right now, looking at teams on papers and how the season could play out. Uh, we're going to start with the Hart Trophy. CN, before the puck drops, who's your favorite to win the heart? Shieldsy. And I don't have to think twice about it. That's that's a lie. Uh, Heroic Duck is obviously a very good player, but when I, when you look at, like, it, it's Shieldsy or Duck. I think that's, that's the two very obvious ones. If I had to throw a third name in there, it's Ludvinka. But looking at the teams, my guess is Shieldsy. I think this will be the one season that Heroic Duck doesn't win every single award out there. Oh, the man. <laughs> I mean, you're saying you've said all three names that I feel will probably be nominated. Um, it's pretty tough, but I'm leaning towards Shieldsy too. Shieldsy think... full Shieldsy full time. It's yeah, I I I think it will be Shieldsy. I hear you. I think. Uh, heroic Doc being a captain, he will probably end up being doing his best to play every single right. game. But having, you know, have, having to have 12 people on your rosters, including, you know, captains, uh, you're not maybe going to be able to do that. And I think just Shieldsy being a forward and being doing as much for scoring as he as he can to a line, um, as long as we're able to get his line, um, obviously myself being on mullet patrol, so maybe I'm a little biased. Um, I think if they're able to, if, you know, we're able to get his lines kind of figured out and he's able to click with whoever he's playing with the, I mean, we've seen his scoring in the past. It's going to be insane. Oh, yeah. I, I got to lean to Shieldsy. Yeah. I mean, you said the three guys I think will be nominated is Lavinka, Shieldsy, Duck, unless like Keenest 
just absolutely carries Nikki's team. Which yeah. Ke- Keenis is the is my fourth, but it's probably more along the lines of a wild card. Yes, he has to absolutely carry that team if he's going to want to. to yeah. Be in the nomination for the heart, and let's even if he doesn't have the actual best stats wise season compared to the other two, I think that's a that's an interesting name to throw up there and to discuss come time for awards because if a team is so willing or, or if a player is able yeah. to take a team to the playoffs and yeah. potentially do well, yeah. So like, like say something say to be said, yeah, absolutely. Like so, say Nikki's team finished in the middle of the pack, but Keenis was like. 50% of their offense. I mean, that's 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 almost like Taylor Hall when he won the Hart Trophy with the New Jersey Devils that one year. That's Yeah, that's it. Like, exactly the, the situation. And especially if Keenis is able to kind of play multiple positions that's and really fill in where he's needed, that to me, that would put him as more valuable than somebody who plays one position and, you know, and still does well with a better team. I think his team that he's, that he's got, when you combine or when you look at just the three, the other three names we had of Ludvinka, Duck, and um, Shieldsy. Keenis definitely has the worst team on paper. So, if, like, the, the worst out of the four teams on paper right now. And, you know, as long as he stays on Rock'em Sock'em and, and Nicky doesn't trade him, uh, like he does all his first-round picks and his best players, I mean, it's a... Definitely a potential. I still want to lean to Shieldsy, but it's some something to, uh, a name to keep an eye out. Watch. Funny story. Um, this morning woke up, was getting ready for work and stuff, and Nikki uh, DMs me. He goes, "Great pod, man. I really like it. By the way, you will love Mister Bruin. He is really good." And I was just like, "Nikki, have you been living under a rock?" <laughs> that was this morning. Yes. Oh, rather, I'm going to keep my, my words to myself before Obi tells me I'm cyberbullying on the podcast, but, um, that's, uh, wow. Okay. Good. Ignorance is bliss, Nikki. Uh, I, I told him, I was like, did you not know the trade? He's like, oh, right, right, right. It's just, I'm listening to your pod right now. And I'm like, what? I mean, it, in his, def- in his defense on that, you know, it might not have necessarily listened yeah. to up. Uh, the latest episode. I mean, we did those, those did happen very fast. So that's fair, fair. But that trade was just blasted all over Discord. How do you not yeah, see it when you're it a was. captain? I think it's we, hard like to... you were reading the captain's chat of John. Like we have no access to the captain's chat, but I'm pretty damn sure it was John losing his mind more than anyone else. Probably. I would have loved to have him on here tonight to, to give us his thoughts. Yeah. Um, by the way, that was so. a that was a pretty hilarious meme he made. Yes, so great, great meme. <laughs> John John does well with them yeah. sometimes. All right, moving on to the Johnny Sins Award. I believe that's the one where the player com- that excels the best in multiple positions. I believe that's uh, yeah, the that one. Is, that is correct. Yes, that one I'm giving to Keenis. Yes. Hundred percent. Um, as we mentioned too, I, I didn't know the order that we were gonna go in. Keenis, I think lock put a lock in for it. Um, I would have originally said heroic duck would have been in there as well. However, looking at their team, they don't have many le- they they pretty much don't have left defensemen, so somebody's gonna end up having to play um another night, you know, another two games when he might not be able to play. 
but heroic duck being the best left defenseman on that team, I don't see why you end up putting him like I don't see why he would put himself at wing or anything unless he has somebody he's confident or, in. Or they're playing a guy, or they're playing a team like the Stinky Doodles or the Squirtle Squad, and he's like, I'm gonna go rack up some stats because I'm a stat war. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Uh, no, nah, I mean, no, yeah, not, I think it's all but, joke. But, I don't. I, I, yes, that was an all joke. We don't know if Duck is a stat whore. I'm just making the joke that it, it could be a stat night for him, and he just throws oh, himself no, dude, up there a, with Devin. He's he's a, he's a stat whore. I had him on the on the team in uh, the the oh, World oh, Cup, dude. You didn't end up with three points. You're ready to be cut from the team. <laughs> um, kidding, obviously. But no, uh, in all seriousness, though, Keenan's on this pick. I think that's that's one hundred percent lock for it for me. There's nobody else across the league that I look and say that they're going to be as good at as many positions. The only way Keenan doesn't win this is if he doesn't play. Nikki is base. Yeah, as if yeah. Nikki only plays him at one spot. Yeah, that's that's the only way. But looking at their team as well, I think you pretty much have to kind of. Move cycle, him out. you know, move maybe him, I think, around. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think yeah. if if he's available, uh, Keenis should be playing every night and just playing wherever he can fill in with as long as you're able to give everyone else their games. So, yeah, yeah. all right. The Selkie Award, uh, I kind of leaning with two names here, and they're kind of both on the same team. I'm gonna say Kush and Lavinka. All right. Um, I can I can one hundred percent see Ludvinka. Um, the one thing is, I will say, if it all depends on where he's playing this season, and I we haven't seen that yet. It's yeah, not that you yeah, can't win. Yeah, normally, the wingers they don't give these to wingers. It's mostly they award these to centers. So I get that. Yeah. Now I know Mikey last season came in second or actually third. I don't. But Ducky did win it one year as a winger, didn't he? One season as a winger. Ducky? No, he didn't. Are you sure? But Robert Ducky? I thought he won it the season with the Elephant Squad. Um, I don't believe he did. But here, why don't you go ahead and talk about those picks for a second? Okay. okay. Try to find that. Yeah, no worries. Um, well, obviously, Lavinka has won it before. Um, I just, like like you said, we don't know who's going to be the full-time center on the Dumpstars. If I'm the rookies, I would probably release Lavinka more for the offense because Kush can play two ways as well. That's that's fair. Um, I'm not seeing Ducky winning okay. one. I think okay. I think what you might be thinking of he is was Ducky nominated did. for it. Yeah, okay. Ducky almost yeah. Ducky had kind of threw a fit in one time, and I'm saying this because I've joked with him about it. Ducky had arguably better stats. Um, but That's he was right. a winger. Yes, yes. Okay. And, and where yeah. Rack played center, kind of played That's more two way right. game. Yes, yeah. Now and Rack won one. one. Okay. Um, so I'm looking at this season. Um, I would have originally said Ludvinka, uh, looking at the the rosters and who's potentially playing where, except for the fact that he might be playing more wing. And as the winger, you're going to want to help your team, uh, especially a left winger if he's playing that. You are probably going to want to be trying to do as much for the offense as well. So Kush could have an outside chance at it. I'm I'm looking at potentially Bruin, Mr. Bruin. I think he has, given all the, the stuff with his trade and whatnot, he has to come out and do be his best. And when he is at his best, he is in an absolutely amazing two-way center. And especially like on the defensive aspect. Um, like he had, 
you know, Honcho Mikey might have a potential shot, but he, I believe, is going to be playing some wing this season. You know, it's the same thing with Ludvinka. Are you going to be able to help as much on defense, like defensively, as a winger? Um, I I don't think so. I think you're looking right now at potentially Bruin, maybe Kush, like you said, although I'm not really as much on board with Kush uh, as my pick. So I, I guess, you know, early enough guess, I'm going to say Bruin. But that's a hot take okay. for sure. I know. <laughs> I, I don't. No, you're you're not wrong. Like they traded the world for this guy. So I mean, if this team ends up to being successful and shutting us all up, it's probably because this guy is like Patrice Bergeron. Yeah, like the guy that's... pitches in on the offense and is just a shutdown specialist in their oh. own end. Yeah. And I and I know Bruin is absolutely capable of that. I mean, I've. With him for with him for a bit now. That's where he excels really. So um what's gonna be interesting to see is maybe how who his wings are. Does his does his wingers allow him to really you know play that two-way game? Can they really handle the offense or does he have to play more or up and not helping as much on defense? All right, moving I mean, on. we'll have to we'll yeah. 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 Moving on, we got the Norris trophy, and it's odd guy for me. Because Duck's going to be playing a lot. Duck's going to be playing more as a fourth forward. And, like, Odd Guy will get that second assist or get that, you know, that stretch pass assist and he'll get his points. But I think, def like, Odd Guy is going to be the more defensive shutdown guy. I, yeah, I can I can see what you're saying on that. I will say, though, I actually do think it's going to be more along the lines of Farag Duck unless Duck has to do what he did last season where he played some defense, some center. Last season, early enough in the season, there was a point where we, as media, had talked about it. We were going to legitimately have to consider him to be in the Selkie part, everything for forward, and also the Norris, because of how many games he had played at defense to the point that he was that best defenseman. Tailed off, didn't play as much defense. It all depends on where how much Duck plays at defense. If he plays as much lefty as I think he will, he is my pick. That being said, odd guy is a, is another safe pick. They both are going to be able to kind of activate. They're both talented enough between him and Duck, and I think Duck is going to be the one to activate more. Odd guy be that lockdown role. I think that's a good, yeah, it's a good pick for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm just going to go behind the words. Like the Bobby Orr award, that's going to be Duck, but the all around yeah, best all around that'll be Duck is odd guy, and the other. I will throw a couple names out here in terms of just I'm gonna say defense like defensive awards because I don't necessarily know who would play what role, but who is capable of doing so. Depending on what position play he plays, Keenis, if he's playing a lot of defense, because that is his primary position, Keenis can be up there. For I know for the Bobby Orr, Gronk could in theory be up there, depending on how much he's played and how much he, he helps produce with the offense. Turk. Turk is another guy that could be yeah, up there. I, yeah, you know what? I totally forgot when it comes about to the Turk. Absolutely. I, I apologize. I totally forgot Turk is in the league. <laughs> um, when it comes, you know, for the Norris, Turk is going to be yeah, up there. Yeah. Um. Because, and Turk might not be a horrible pick because I've seen before people not necessarily winning a Norris because they played with another very good defensive partner. But here's the um, problem with when we, we, we do these awards in sixes leagues. We go by points and we go by offense. And, you know, I get it because that's all you can really go by. 
you know, but it's kind of, you know, you kind of wish you can just see the player's overall game every night. Yeah. I think that's what, uh, uh, you know, Bootleggers did a very good job with his API, having these kind of overall ratings and really being able to see all the stats. Um, and I believe he's going to keep those going, but not like for a public reason. We're basically going to be able to, uh, when it comes to awards and like stats for like our show, like our podcast, and if we do any recaps, and as well as the media show when they do recaps of the week, yeah. so that we will be able to still get that number and kind of still get that. I think Turk has a decent chance. Um, I know John, if he was here, he would say overly salty has a chance. I, I don't know the guy, so I can't. I don't, I don't want to yeah. say yes or no. I mean, according there's a lot to John, decent... apparently he's on everyone's hit list, so yeah, he's on everybody's there, watched guys... list. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a lot of good def- top end defensemen that could potentially win these, and I think that's another really interesting thing this season. Looking at the awards and looking at you know the definitely the the defensemen. All right, a couple more awards here, and then I think that should be it. Uh, the I've... side piece award. What is that? The part-time award? That is the best part-timer. Forgot about that award. Um, Even though I did actually come up with that. Uh, it's tough. <laughs> I the best part-timer right now. Looking at it, could be Perth. However, with the situation of him being on the Trashers, I don't see that happening. I don't see him winning it uh, unless they're able to trade him. Maybe after a week, if he tra- if he gets traded after a week. To wherever he goes, and he, if he actually plays his games and actually tries his ass off, like and, and plays how he knows he can, Perth could easily win that. I'm looking right now at either Marty from uh, Team Friendship or Hoots from the Sneaky Doodles. I'm looking at Geo. Fuck Geo. I'm looking at <laughs> really hope he listen. Really hope he listened to that. Yeah, Brinksy Geo. Um, that's that's one. I mean, he he did just win that last season. So, uh, and potentially, you know, looking at his line, but looking at the the centers that they have. I mean, there's a possibility, obviously, for him to play on the right wing next to Ludvinka and Cash Kush. And if he's able to do that all season, I mean, I don't see why he doesn't win the the, uh, the side piece award, but. Looking just now, looking at who we've, who I, who I kind of see, my early prediction is Hoots. Hoots. Yep. I'd be happy to see Hoots win. Great guy. Yeah, for sure. And I love the guy. Uh, general manager of the year, and that's like the lead captain, right? The, 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 the overall the is the, the owner. Cat. So heroic dog yeah, side yeah. effect. Okay. All right. I'm going um, Mikey. I'm going Mikey. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's a that's a fair one. I think it's Mikey side effect. Um, I want to put heroic duck in there. I do because I know how. Because unfortunately, what people don't, what people, you mentioned talking about the defenseman for how we kind of end up voting off of points and things like that when you're, especially for defensemen, that's kind of a bad way to look at it. That's what kind of happens with the general manager of the year. Is your team good and are you a very good player? Um, So I, I mean, I have to just, 
out of those two things, knowing the way people vote, I'm going to say heroic duck. Knowing the way it probably yeah. should be, depending on it depends on who makes what type of trade and who does what to their team to help it get to you know the the top end of the of the league. I gotta go either rookies or Mikey. I mean, I won it and I got carried. Yeah, but you also you're a little bit of a separate situation in the sense that you uh yeah I got, stepped in. And it, it was a turned sim- everything it, around. It, it was a sympathy award. No, you turned every you took your ability, uh, you took your team and turned it around, <laughs> and were able to actually make them go on and run and end yeah. up being the first in the league and then go on to win the cup. So, I yeah. I'm thinking somewhere. I my my finalists are Duck, you know, side effect and Mikey. I'm thinking Heroic Duck wins it just off of what I mentioned about people voting for as well as the best player. Yeah. I'll, I'll say Mikey. I just like you look at his roster, and there's a lot of like like new faces here. And if they tend to be like a powerhouse, well, these guys and you know, Mikey didn't go with the old formula of grabbing all the good players that everyone knows in the league and went and built his own team. And if it turns out to be successful, I got to give it to Mikey when Shieldsy is winning the heart for his team. That's a very fair, very fair statement, and I, and I wouldn't necessarily disagree with that at all. So, like, one if that were to happen, you know, if the team were to to do it as well as it could, uh, Calder Trophy, I it's gonna it's pretty hard for me because there are a lot of new faces. There's like two yeah. teams of new faces. John really loves to say that Salty and Beating, um, but uh. You talk about this motor madman. Oh, yeah. All right. So this is not necessarily my official pick because I don't know where he is going to be playing. If motor, it plays in net. If he is able to get his every his everything you know going for him is is when it comes to his internet and his setup. If he's playing in net, motor quite literally could end up being. The reason that the Stinky Noodles win a lot of games. Squirt and Motor is an absolutely deadly goalie combo when you look at those two. But it's yet to be proved. I mean, obviously, by the fact that it is the Calder, they're new to the league. I don't necessarily have any real way to, to back up Motor being the potential winner. Um, I think he is going to be probably the steal of the draft, though, when you look at it. And you look at potentially how he can play. I hope he does well. Um, I re- that is one thing I really would be very upset with if it came back to bite me. My my word, if you know, I had to eat my words on that. Um, but I'm I'm looking at you know him, uh, Albert ninety two. I believe he, I, I'm ninety five percent sure he's new to the league. Um, problem is I didn't do as much research this season, and I don't necessarily know who all is actually a rookie. Well, I heard he's um, he's Shieldsy's buddy. Yeah, Shieldsy's buddy. So, and he, from what I understand, is a very real, like a very good right D, and also a very good goalie. So, if he ends up having to play more in net, and also still doing some stuff on defense as well, that guy, I mean, he could be, he could be my pick, and I, I don't really have a solid. Yeah, pick. I, I, I look at like, I look at all the potential rookies here, and. 
it's a wide open trophy definitely this season. I I, I don't know if I'm going to make a prediction today. Maybe two weeks down the road when we see some of these guys perform, maybe I'll have a better understanding of who I think could. So, yeah, you know, I'm just going to sure. leave that one blank because there's there's too many to choose right now and we haven't seen yeah, anybody play. Yeah, I, I think right in- yeah, if you were to choose right now, you'd pretty much have to just choose based off of who what, plays yeah, for who. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. What the situations around yeah. them, are they in the best situation to succeed yeah. combined with their skill? And yeah, I mean, that's another guy. The only other guy I'm looking at on this list, and I hate to say it, but if he plays the whole season and he actually does well... A guy like Drip Von Splash, he's only going to play two games a night or probably two games a week uh, for the Booty Bandits at center, more than likely. I mean, he's on a really good team. You know, if his, you know, with, with Heroic Duck and, you know, odd guy, and depending on how he plays, maybe he just gets a ton of tip goals. I mean, Big Tipper is banned, but that doesn't mean you still can't score with the tip, the tip in. If he plays that well, I mean, Duck could, you know, basically hand him the calder. I don't know. That's a that's yeah. a very out yeah. there pick though for sure. So and that's yeah. And last oh DNG. DNG is my only other last name. Okay. The goalie. Yeah. And last but not least, the Karen Award. Me. My co host has hoisted it. I have indeed. Um I got I... absolutely debated last season. They told me that me and Boot shared it. I was a little upset. I almost earned it. <laughs> I, I mean, I can't imagine who it could be, but I feel like probably John gave himself a good head start oh, in the captain's chat yesterday. It's John. Uh, based on the way he's talking, the way he's going already, we've seen people who have won it in the past where they've only maybe done one, you know, They've only maybe said one thing, kind of, you're kind of had one incident at the beginning of the season. And uh, after that, I'd be just happened to have that reputation and still won it. Yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking, John. Sorry, John. I'm sure I'll, he I'll find a way. I'm, I'm sure I'll find a way to get my name in there. Uh, you're kind of toned yourself down than before. Like, I've you, tried. Yeah. I mean, you're a passionate guy, and you, you wear hey, your heart I mean, on I'm your also, sleeve. So, yeah, I I'm also a snuggles winner. I'm also a snuggles yeah. and a lady bing winner. Yeah, what, like let's look at it that way. I've done both. Yeah, that's absolute. That's what you win. You get from the Johnny Sins Award. That's what you need. Get get you somebody who can do both. Yeah. <laughs> the funny, uh, the funny, the funny thing is, like the year you you wanted to win the Karen Award and someone else won it, you became the ultimate Karen in the chat room. This is true. I think I don't know. It was, Honestly, it was shrimp. Know. They gave it to shrimp. It was like nominated. Oh, shrimp hasn't won a shrimp has not won a Karen. Oh no, right. John won it, oh. but but John and shrimp oh, went yeah. out at each other all season, and they had to give oh, it to yeah, one of them. Yes, yes. But I was saying, believe it and or not, and you showed up, and you're like, gone. that should have been me. I was the most bitchiest person this season. Oh, I said it was shrimp the whole time. Okay, see now I'm already turning into a Karen. I gotta stop. <laughs> you're, you're, this is this is bait. This is fucking bait. We're trying to get me to work the Karen. This is fucked. <laughs> oh, jokes. Uh, well, that would be it for our award predictions. There was other ones, but you know, like I don't really care who's gonna win the Snuggles Award. Maybe it'll be Gomez again. 
Awesome. Or it's Obi. It's it's pretty much the Snuggles is kind of uh, which yeah. LM was the nicest this season. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of like the outlier. Same here, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, well, I think you know we've covered the games, we covered the awards. I don't really know what else to be, but I will say this, and I, you know, I'm pretty sure that they stressed this enough in the chat room and on the Twitch show. Make sure you are registered for the league manager, and you've joined the NZHL because the games start tomorrow. And if you're not registered and joined, your stats aren't going to record, and we don't want that. Because if you go up to the managers after a game and like, where's my stats? There's nothing they can do about it because it's all auto API. So make sure you are registered with leaguemanager.gg. And all you have to do is just type the command in the Discord chat to say join. And that's it. And if you're having problems with it, ask someone. Because we don't yeah, want you not registered with the site. I believe there were a lot, some problems with it. I don't know if those problems have. I was I was just an idiot. I couldn't figure it out. But then Obi kind of like yeah. talked to me when I was well, like I was three and I figured it out. Oh, I I get it. Um, I know when a couple of people from my team tried to register, there were some 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 issues. But I don't know if those have been fi uh, fixed. So like like you said, if you go to do it, type it in there, and it does say something along the lines of like the application did not respond. Just reach out to, to LM, yes. tag them in chat, DM one of them. Yes. doesn't matter. Just make it known that you are trying to do this so they can get this figured out. Yes. Because once the games start and, and the game's finished and you're not registered and you may have had like a six-point game, we're not going to know because the site won't record your stats. It'll record everyone else's stats, but not yours. And also... Nobody wants that. No, nobody wants that. We all want to see your stats. Also, anybody who's going to be streaming on Twitch and stuff, save your VODs. It would help me better to like talk about your games if I can see them. Some people don't save their VODs, and I, it's kind of disappointing because I like to sit here and watch your games. So please save your VODs. It helps me with material for this pod that I know you guys like listening to. So there you go. Save your VODs. And if you want to like DM me a link to your VODs, perfect. I'll watch them. You know, obviously I'm playing in the league, but later that night I'll have time and I'll watch your games. I'll be taking notes and and stuff like that. Maybe even CM will watch your games and have stuff to talk about too. Yeah, I will. Uh, I, I This week I can say that I only play one night. Um I won't be around necessarily for tomorrow's first game. Oh, so Thursday's first game. Uh, but after that, I will be able to pretty much watch everything but Friday. So, you know, I mean, we I'll be watching the games. I'll, I would love to, to see how this go. Um, and another thing about that is if there's any absolutely nice goals, we've been waiting. We've, we've had a TikTok team or whatever since the media team got revamped in season 11. Season 11? Yeah. yeah season 11, yeah, season yeah, 11 12, yeah, whatever. Yeah. When that team, when the media team, when we got this all revamped, we got we brought in Mikey and Miller, who both have been willing to edit to edit TikToks. We've had about four clips in the damn NZHL clips. If you can stream your games, I will do my best to go and try to find some of those clips from those games, and so we can get those up on on TikToks. 
I mean, clip them on your Xbox and put them in NZHL clips 100%. But if you, you know, if you say, oh, hey, man, I forgot to, I forgot to, you know, record my nice goal, but I know the this game was streamed. We'll do that. And we will love to shout you out and uh, get, you know, kind of just post some stuff all over TikTok and promote the league. It would help everyone out a lot. So, like I said, just save your VODs, please. And also, we have a Twitter page. I mean, I'm sure all you know, but we have a Twitter page. It's NZHL. Hit the follow. You'll get, like, updates like, hey, the podcast's up or any kind of news from the league. You know, follow us. We're going to be as most active as we can this season. Um, absolutely. We all, have to just, we all got to do our part. So. Absolutely. Like I said uh, a couple pods ago, like, this is probably the most, like, for a banana league, this media team has kind of taken off and, like, I'm sure that the like the Moose are pretty good with their media. I've never played one single game in the Moose League, but I remember the Moose League being a league 14 years ago, and they're still running strong, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, absolutely. So, so just help us out, and yeah. we'll help you out, and we'll make this whole thing as good as we possibly can together. Yeah. Well, anyway, I mean, that that will be it. We talked about the games, talked about the awards. You know, reminded you to get registered for the site. And all that stuff. I mean, all there is left to do is play the games now. So good luck to you all tomorrow night. For CN, I'm Westy. Peace out, boys.